Hey, Growing Up Crazy, and this will be a long one because I realize that a lot of the the messages that I leave here is just for myself and that there's no real continuity to any of it. And, and for those of you still following along, there's, you know, because I do it because I exist inside of my own head, so I know what I mean when I say certain things. And when I leave a message for myself, I know I'm able to, to get the gist of it later on. But I realize that there's no, I don't know, centralized idea or place to work from. So I'm going to go ahead and do this now. And this will be a long one because this will basically encapsulate everything that I think and feel in regards to spirituality, emotions, uh, the state of the world, and all of the rest. So it's going to, by necessity, be long. But it'll give a good foundation to move from if anybody's interested. And I want to begin, though. I really want to begin because my last experience in the park... (laughs) was, like I said before, the first time when I was able to evoke the mystery that occurred in Ecuador in the Maloca underneath ayahuasca. This time I was able to do it without ayahuasca. And it was the same thing. It was a ball of golden light above my head, going down, moving through a core channel within me, reacting to the water that existed at the base of my spine, which produced concentric bands of rainbow energy that was used for a a co-creation with the universe at large. And I'm just struggling to find the words because there's really no words for it. And these, all of these things were based, this, this reality was based on the underpinnings of self-love, self-respect, and the knowledge that, that the driving force behind it, well, First of all, a love and respect for spirit and a genuine heart to know God. Then, a love and respect for the spirit as it dwells within me and for myself, my body, my feelings, and my past. Everything that had come before. There was a period where I just loved everything that had come before. And, you know, my own past and then released that past. And then, there was the knowledge that that I, I was channeling this force, but that it was also within my ability to produce it in my own microcosmic, limited way. And so I began producing my own signal based on the on the the model that I experienced from the universe at large. And this entire process produced just a feeling of oneness, completeness, wholeness, and sublime beauty and grace. And the the other part to all this is when that was achieved, I was able to see myself in my mind, my, my being in the 5D. And when I did, um, something left me. And it happened in the Maloka and it happened again. It's, it's um, I think the same way as our physical body has parasites. And I, I hesitate to talk about this because I know that, because I don't want to freak people out. And this, this is a, something that gets people stirred up and, and makes crazy people crazier. But the same ways that we have parasites in our body, we have energetical parasites as well. I'm, I'm becoming more increasingly convinced of this. And, and there's every reasonable indication that I've lived, basically lived most of my life up until this point as food, and that a whole and healthy Justin Matthews would have 
been on a completely different trajectory and that the driving force behind the majority of my decision making up until this point has been a collection of trauma and indulgences that have been part of a of a routine used exploited by some sort of parasitical energy that feeds on such things that feeds on entropy and um and like when i was in look i realized that these things were all over the place uh and and like i said i don't want to say this because i don't want anybody to get freaked out it's it's no different than acknowledging that that there's bacteria inside of your body you know what i mean it's it's not and you can have good bacteria or bad bacteria depending on whatever you ingest that's actually a perfect analogy right so if you eat a lot of sugar you'll develop the bacteria that feeds on processed and refined sugar and that bacteria will actually signal your gut that it wants more sugar that's why people get addicted to sugar is because through eating sweets they develop the bacteria in their gut that that feeds on that process and refined sugar which is not good for us and that bacteria itself actually signals the host we want more and to which you feel a craving for another snickerdoodle you know and then and then the, it becomes a cycle it becomes a repetitive pattern of behavior and it repeats itself and you have more bacteria I think the exact same thing happens on the energetical level. I'm really beginning to believe this. To where we have trauma, we have pain, this sort of spiritual bacteria sets in. I, don't, I won't use the word parasite because that evokes too much emotion. So the spiritual bacteria sets in, which feeds on that and then signals us to think about more trauma to think about it to become focused on our trauma to become focused on our pain and become focused on our indulgences and when we do that when we acquiesce to the signaling of this bacteria because we are powerful creative beings we draw more of it to ourselves so we're actively yes we've had trauma and that trauma may or may not have been a result of our own actions we could have been completely um you know completely ignorant of it could have been when we were a child had no agency whatsoever and we were traumatized we got the trauma bacteria into us it began signaling that it wanted more and we began focusing on it and our focus drew more of it to it which then created more trauma which gave host to new more bacteria and the cycle repeats itself in endless trauma and indulgence and i'm starting to see this as hell's um a good portion of how I've lived my life up until this point. And I'm, I'm beginning to dispel this illusion that I've crafted in my own mind. Like, I've always had a story in my mind that sort of placed me as the central figure and the hero. And one of the, thing, the f- things, the benefits of this 5D way of seeing divinity and then 5D way of seeing myself is I realize we're kind of all one and nothing really stands out. Um, it's unique and inexplicable and ineffable and complex in its mystery and in and its wonder and its beauty but my story my 3d story sort of has me as like a central figure in everybody else's npcs and what i'm what i'm trying to muster the courage to face is that this story is just a complete hand job i've been giving myself is not true is um is something i tell myself to get through the day and that the reality of my life is I've been living it up to this point and hopefully hopefully I can use this modality to change this fact is that I've actually been living my life as food and um, with marginal 
success in any sort of endeavor towards a free life because I've been trapped in a cycle of being signaled by bacteria that feeds on pain and wants more. And through not having complete agency with my thought process, through not having just an autonomy with my thought process, not having the discipline required to remain focused on love. It's really a choice between love and suffering. And in the Maloka that time, I stayed focused on love and embraced a sublime beatitude that left me feeling whole and complete and in a state of pure grace and bliss. And but that was with power plants. In regular life, um, I so far have not evidenced the discipline required to maintain that focus on love instead of suffering, thereby feeding the bacteria and creating a endless loop of attracting more trauma to myself vis-a-vis the thoughts that I spend most of my time occupied with. So I felt that was important. I felt I wanted to include that here today because I do think that this actually goes way deeper and is of fundamental importance to changing on a fundamental level. I believe it will require a level of discipline I have not hereto evidenced. And hells, I need to get on it because although a life path, you know, yes, if I lived my life as a complete and healthy human, um, it would have been, the trajectory would have gone much differently, but that's gone. I kind of have to accept that as gone. It's almost like I feel like an alcoholic finally having his come to Jesus moment. And I have to accept I've done damage to my liver. Um, I have to accept (laughs) my life path is irrevocable. Whatever may have come before is irrevocable. And that's okay because what's going to come after will be beautiful and will be sublime and will be full of grace and love and that's what matters that's really what matters um there's no loss you know because i believe that's just another trap of the bacteria the whole loss game um can't get it back game is another mental trap of the bacteria to stay stuck in in an indulgent behavior and just get more bacteria and i'm kind of done feeding them those little fuckers and you know find your own food god damn it (laughs) you know so so i'm really gonna yes i wanted to leave that here first for when i'm listening again just to remind myself of this because i'm really feeling it clearly um because the glow from that that experience in the park hasn't left me even though i've been at work for a couple days now oh wow so the whole point of this i guess was to create a foundation to move through from for my should I proceed? Should I push on or just leave this where it is? Because I'm kind of happy. I kind of feel like I can just leave this where it is. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to leave this where it is. Much love, grown up crazy. And you all have a beautiful and blessed day. Don't feed the bacteria. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later.